It's the GoMillion and GoMillion Interview and Prayer Call Podcast. You will be blessed in two ways, with an influential interview and the engagement of powerful prayer. And now, your host, Bishop Nathaniel GoMillion. God bless you. Welcome to the GoMillion and GoMillion Ministry uh, Interview, Prayer Call, uh, and Prayer Call Podcast. We thank God today for all of you all who are with us uh, on Facebook Live, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Twitter, and those who are on our conference call line. We praise God. One of the persons on the conference call line who is uh, listening is uh, Dr. Yvonne Bibbs, and we thank God for having her on the uh, call line on today. Hey, Pastor, how you doing, man of God? Doing great, doing great. Great to be here with you. Uh, certainly, it's great to uh, come and uh, rejoice with you on this Wednesday. What great things the Lord has done, what great things He's doing, and great things He's about to do. We're just excited for what God is already doing through you and Gamillion and Gamillion. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, we thank we thank God for uh, what He's doing. Also, uh, uh, Doctor uh, Phillips, tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and where you're from. Wow. Uh, well, born and raised in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, some of the folks who uh, know me from the West End, we like to refer to it as the real West End. Uh, I live out in Goochland, Oilville to be exact, so that's west of Short Pump. And of course, they call all of that area the West End. And uh, those, of, those of us who grew up in the uh, Bird Park area, Maymont, uh, now BCU District, we call it the real West End. So. Uh, grew up there, born and raised, uh, three South Shields to be exact. And uh, mom and dad uh, later on moved up near uh, City Stadium or the Bird Park area. And I stayed there until I was grown and kind of on my own uh, on Idlewood Avenue and uh, just developed a great, great love for the real West End. And, uh, well, you know, that's, you know, as far as my upbringing, uh, attended uh, Richmond Public Schools. Uh, graduated in 77 Huguenot High School, later on entered into uh, broadcasting, Columbia School of Broadcasting in Washington, D.C. And uh, thanks be unto God, I uh, followed my passion. Uh, I met a young man in the sixth grade by the name of Kerry Mitchell, who uh, in the last three or four months uh, went home to be with the Lord. But I met Kerry in the sixth grade, and then I met his dad. And someone who had heard his name, heard his voice on the radio. Uh, some of the folks who may be watching or listening this morning may know the name of John Tiger Tom Mitchell. Okay. And uh, Tiger Tom Mitchell uh, was Kerry's dad. And uh, just hanging around Kerry, playing basketball, going to school and whatever, I got to learn more and more about what his dad, who he was and what he did. And uh, that was really intriguing to me because, as you can tell, I love to talk. I love to talk to people and I like to uh, add to their life. And uh, I saw having uh, given the opportunity to visit the radio station one day, I saw what Mr. Mitchell, Ben Miles, Kirby Carmichael and some of the others, I saw what they did and how it made such a, a big difference in the lives of so many who listened to them on the radio. That was way before we could actually put cameras up in the studio and people see what we did. They had to use their imagination. and uh, But what they said and what they played on the radio, I noticed it just made such a huge difference. And I said, that's what I want to do. 
I want to be on the radio. I want to play songs that will just uh, you know, just affect people for the better. And uh, I just continue to follow that desire uh, into going to broadcasting school, learning from a classroom standpoint how to be a broadcaster. And I didn't know that uh, it was more to it than just being a broadcaster or learning uh, from the class, uh, classroom standpoint how to do this and to back then we had to uh, learn the do's and don'ts that one day we would apply for our broadcaster's license now you know radio personalities tv don't have to have a fcc license but uh, it was more true than that i learned there's one thing to be a broadcaster is a whole nother thing to be a radio and tv personality okay and so i had to develop that later on and uh, thanks be unto God, my mom and dad who have gone home to be with the Lord, they instilled that in me and didn't even know what they were doing um, to be a personality and to let my personality show through um, this lump of clay. So um, radio, uh, it's been almost 40 years now. Uh, started like when I was in high school. TV, I've had uh, a stint on uh, Channel 8 years ago with the Reverend Vernon Billy Lee. Uh, he took a, took a sabbatical. I, mean, I was just a drummer on the show, but he took a sabbatical once, and uh, it was for about six months. And a young lady by the name of Diane Harley and myself, we hosted or co-hosted the show on Channel 8. It was called The Gospel Truth. Uh, later on, I was asked to uh, co-host with Dr. Roscoe Cooper Jr. on CBS TV 6. The show was called Focus on Black Religious Life. I remember that. And uh, I thought I was just filling in for a period of time, and it ended up being nine years. Um, wow. After, after uh, Dr. Dwight Jones co-hosted with him, Dr. De uh, Kenneth Dennis, and then later on me. And I didn't know that God was uh, preparing me and grooming me to be there for a little bit longer. And then later on, um, here again, I credit God for this because the Bible says promotion comes neither from the east nor the west, but it comes from above. And so I had the opportunity to meet a gentleman by the name of um, Kent Ruffin. And he said, man, I've been following you since I moved here from uh, you know, up north. Um, and he said, man, I need someone such as yourself that's not apprehensive about going out and meet, meeting people and asking the all important questions that the viewers want to know. How did they uh, arrive at what they do? How?" Uh, what did you do to be successful? Uh, where did you go for resources? And so the show uh, he came up with was called What Works RBA? Or Who's Making a Difference in the Richmond Metro Area? And so we would go to coffee shops and uh, people who uh, brewed their own coffee or uh, they went to Columbia or they went to different places and learn how to get the best coffee here in the U.S. Uh, we even, you know, and some of the stuff uh, that I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know about this, you know, being a radio personality, having spent most of my years in broadcasting and gospel music, and uh, some of the places that people wanted us to come and talk to them um, weren't always Christian, you know, uh, based. But here again, God gave me wisdom and insight on how to turn that into something that would not be offensive to uh, the body of Christ nor to God. And uh, so anyway, that show, What Works RVA, it really broadened my platform, broadened my horizon, gave me a chance to meet some movers and shakers in the Richmond metro area and beyond, Tri-City area. And uh, 
Well, um, you know, that kind of brings me to where I am now uh, well, in my 60s. And now God has opened up platforms for me now to be on radio uh, in four different markets. And uh, kind of remind me of the Steve Harvey story. You know, it was after Steve had uh, gotten, you know, up in age and uh, the Apollo thing kind of gave him his launch. And uh, now, of course, you know, you see Steve Harvey on TV, you hear him on yeah, he's radio all across the country. And, you know, here again, uh, little becomes much when we absolutely put it in the hands of the Lord. And we should never be close to uh, new and uh, different things, much as with yourself and ministry, you and your wife, uh, with the podcast and all. Um, when we close ourselves to new and uh, brighter, different things, then we kind of limit God. And yes, sir. Spiritually speaking, people say, well, you can't limit God or, you know, God is sovereign. He can do anything he wants. Yeah, well, he set it up this way that uh, even though he gives us many opportunities, he still leaves it up to us. I tell you, man, you you have done some awesome things. You know, uh, I, I I used to be in radio years ago in another life, man. I was at uh, uh, WSSV in Petersburg and then WHAP in Hopewell. I, I was only I was their EEO program. So I was doing like six to 12 on uh, Sunday uh, evenings. Mm -hmm. But I was basically a club disc jockey. I was doing all the clubs in Petersburg at the time. I was mm -hmm. at the mousetrap. Kirby Carmichael was on one side. I was on the other side. I was doing all that stuff, man. Uh, before, before I gave my life to the Lord. Yeah, man. But uh, fact, I had that third class uh, broadcast license that you're talking mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. uh, I know about that. Let me say blessings to Elder Sandra Lyles Jenkins and uh, Sister Maggie Blackwell from uh, Northern Virginia, Tondalia from uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. God bless you. Good to have you all with us today. Uh, on Facebook Live. We're interviewing uh, Dr. Pastor Cavell uh, Phillips, renowned broadcaster. And let me say this also, you broadcasting in my hometown. You know, St. Louis is my home. Okay, yeah. That, that's my hometown. And so you, you're broadcasting in my uh, my my hometown. Amen. Uh, man, we, we, we are so grateful to have you uh, with us today. You've talked about uh, a number of things that you've already, that you've done uh, in terms of uh, being on radio uh, in Richmond and being on uh, television uh, in Richmond. And, and so you t even told us why you went into uh, the gospel uh, music uh, area. But, but let me ask this question. Uh, why did you stay? Why did I stay? Why did you stay? I, I know a lot of disc jockeys who, who used to disc jockey in Richmond. Right. You know, many of them are preachers now, at least a couple of them, and, oh, and they yeah. left the industry. Yeah. And so why why did you did, did you stay? Well, yeah, uh, I'll see if I can give you a short answer, but, <laughs> you know, um, but there's a lot to it because I've been doing it so long. Uh, I believe I stayed in the broad or radio TV industry because I believe it's not just what I do, it's who I am. Okay, okay. It's who I am. It's a part of me. It's, it, you know, it's almost like breathing. Uh, and I've been doing, uh, my family can tell you, uh, I eat, drink, and sleep radio. Uh, now pastoring uh, it's in, in several markets, uh, Dr. Gomez, uh, Bishop Gomez. Um, it, it is time consuming. It's a love, but it is time consuming. And it quite frequently, I'm asked to uh, 
still MC in different areas and asked to come and speak or Toastmaster and whatever. And you know what? In the midst of all of those things, I still have shows to, to produce. And so there are times I'm not even at home by midnight. I'm in the studio producing those shows at those different stations and still uh, got to do a good job. People expect the best when yeah. any of us, even when you do your uh, daily show, they expect you to give them 120%. And uh, so that means that there are a lot of times I'm uh, getting home at midnight, maybe on a Saturday night, preparing for Sunday morning sermon. Oh, uh, wow. But, but, you know, it's uh, it's who I am. Uh, yeah. And, and people have relied on me. Uh, it's really something. The station is where I am now. In eight years, I've not taken one Sunday off. Wow. And, you know, it, it's a, it's, a, it's a, a weekly show versus... Uh, my first 30 years, uh, I was doing it full-time, put a daughter through college and a number of things because of God blessing me to do radio. And, uh, and here again, I dare really kind of like my dad. You know, my dad never, never, ever really took off because of illness or anything else. And I guess I had that same work ethics from my earthly dad, but I also learned it from my heavenly father. Oh, you, you know. The Bible reminds us that uh, he worked six days and completed the work, and then on the oh. seventh day he rested. You know, someone someone said that if you love the work you do, you'll never work a day in your life. That's right. If you if you, if you love the work that um, that that you do, mm -hmm. and it's obvious that you love the work that you do. Uh, a question I had for you is: Do you have? Do you actually? Do you have a physical presence? In the places that you are, that you are, I know you you're broadcasting in Richmond and Norfolk, and in St. Louis. M my question is: Do you have a physical presence there? Do you actually go there? No, not as uh, uh, not as a present. Uh, I'm also in uh, South Hill at WSHD, which that okay. station okay okay that station covers uh, Northern North Carolina and South South Virginia. And so I get an opportunity quite frequently to host some events in the community. Um, some of the churches there in recent you know, years have asked me to come do revivals or to come speak, things like that. Same thing in Tidewater and certainly here in Richmond, uh, my hometown, I get quite quite a few uh, opportunities to go out to the community. Sure. But um, yeah, the St. Louis piece, not yet. <laughs> Maybe okay. I could borrow somebody's uh, helicopter or jet, and uh, <laughs> I could be the do next. You know, fly, I could be the next fly job, like Tom Jordan. Like Tom Jordan, yeah, he was quite, quite, quite a personality, man. In Chicago, and was it in Dallas? Dallas and Chicago. He in would Chicago. do both. He yeah, would do both every one day. Morning, one morning drive time, one evening drive time, yeah. man. That's something. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you know Dr. Ronnie Jordan? Yes. Uh, yeah, he, he used yeah, to be yeah, in Lawrenceville. Down, yeah, in, uh, in, Lawrenceville. down in, in Norfolk. And his son, yeah. Jew Joyner, is a, mm -hmm. uh, is, is a, is a he, must, he actually produces my podcast, Jew Joyner. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, no, and he has yeah. another son as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I figured you did, man. I don't know who it is that you you don't know. Uh, <laughs> you, you you probably know the president, and the, you know, or, or at least the vice president, if <laughs> you don't know the president. <laughs> mm. Man. Yeah. You 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 are involved in some outreach programs, uh, uh, Pastor Cavell. Um, 
and community affairs, uh, support uh, for uh, wounded healers, mm -hmm. uh, which is a homicide support group uh, for victims, families. You are on the board of trustees of the Broadcasters Hall of Fame and faith leaders working with the Virginia police and the Shepherd Center support of senior group. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and then you were the chairman also of this uh, old landmark gospel association. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, tell us a little bit uh, about the support uh, for wounded warriors, uh, wounded healers, mm -hmm. and then the old uh, landmark gospel association, which you founded and where you are currently uh, serve as ch chairman. Okay, okay. Uh, starting with um, the wounded healers. Uh, believe it or not, this was something that uh, was the brainchild of those who attended Greater Mount Moriah, where Dr. Kenneth Dennis was pastor, yes. and they lived in the housing community, and they saw quite a few uh, tragedies uh, due to uh, gun violence and so forth, and uh, being uh, associated or affiliated with some of the things that Dr. Dennis was doing. Um, in that community, I became more and more intrigued with what these ladies, most of which were mothers or grandmothers, uh, aunties, and uh, they were raising sometime a child that was in their family, but unfortunately, you know, their lives were cut short due to different things. And these ladies were reaching out, not necessarily just to the church, but uh, persons who really cared, such as the late Dr. Kenneth Dennis, and some of the others, and I was like, "That's, that's awesome. That I mean, that's very much needed. That's what these families. That's what they need. And and other uh, rather than just somebody, you know, coming up to the homicide scene, wanted to retaliate. Whomever it is, they could find mm -hmm. who may have caused you know the tragedy, but somebody to be there to help them through the process. I mean, their loved one." lying lifeless on the ground, uh, mm. finding them in alleys, finding them in different places. I said, man, that's what's needed. And unfortunately, there are not enough of us stepping up to the plate to uh, to meet their needs. And I, so I just found out how I could get involved. Uh, I attended a few of their meetings. They would meet periodically in the basement right there on North First Street. And uh, they would invite law enforcement in. That's how I met one of my best neighbors. He worked homicide. Uh, Billy Thompson. Later on, I think it was a year or two later, I saw Billy on my road out there in Gushin and I asked him, what were you, you're a Richmond police officer, what are you doing here? And he said, I just bought the house that your father-in-law just built. I, I, I'm buying that house. So, uh, But it's through Wounded Healers that um, I learned firsthand what, because so, I never dealt with that personally, having a, a loved one gunned down in the streets and mm -hmm. uh, and human nature says, look, you know, I got to get them. But the uh, wounded healers, these ladies, these mothers, these women of God, they, they, they sought counsel from, you know, ministers or leaders in the community. They sought counsel from God. Uh, how do I best handle this? Although we want to, you know, wring somebody's neck because they just killed one of our neighbors. But what would Jesus do? As, you know, some of us often say. And I got involved. Uh, and then later on, of course, some of the people passed on, went home to be with the Lord. They left the community and what have you. 
but still there was a desire to kind of keep this going. So I just kind of partnered with some people who wanted to do, uh, we're not as active as we once were, but we are still uh, in existence. We still are available to uh, families and try to help them meet them where they are uh, in the process or help them to overcome this uh, pain and the tragedy that has happened in the lives of so many. So uh, that tells uh, you know you a little bit about wounded healers and uh, what it is that uh, we do. And I'm not going to say attempt to do because uh, we're in a place, and I, I encourage this all the time, not only to our church, but those who uh, work alongside me with wounded healers. We're not triers, we're doers. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. You know, it's easy to say I'm trying to do this and try and never quite meet the mark or hit the mark. Yeah. If we are determined yeah. to be doers, then uh, we can do our part, then God do the rest. Yes. Uh, kind of same thing with the old Landmark Gospel Association. I reached out to a friend of mine one Sunday. Uh, we had kind of gotten a little uh, disappointed with some of the other things that uh, some other organizations were doing. And we didn't leave the struggle, but we said, you know, but we spent our time here with this and it's time for us to move on and we did and i'm sitting on my sofa in my great room one sunday and i said man god you just showed me something on tv that uh, i am to do to help keep gospel alive in the tri-city area of course petersburg tri-city area was a hotbed so to speak for gospel music at one point certainly when we had wssv in petersburg we played gospel 24 7 down there and there was nothing to have a gospel program. Some people who may be watching know what I'm talking about. It was nothing on a, on a Monday or a Tuesday or on a Thursday or Friday for a gospel artist nationally to come through town looking for an opportunity to just do a gospel concert to kind of help them as they go up north to their next event or their major event. In the so there were, you know, there were people such as the late Mabel King, the late Sam Lewis, um, the late Jeffro White, the late Dr. Uh, Bishop Samuel Wright, and people like that who would bring groups to the area uh, and allow them to sing. And people in the Tri-City area, man, their lives were uh, absolutely transformed as a result of these opportunities. Well, you know, a lot of that has kind of, you know, kind of quietened a little bit or kind of slowed down, probably because a lot of those people who really were champions or cheerleaders for gospel music in the Richmond area, Tri-City area, they're going home to be with the Lord, or they're at the age where they're not as active. So Old Landmark Gospel Association, it all kind of came about uh, because I shared with my friend that somebody's got to step up. Somebody's got to, uh, and back during that time, there were one or two of the original Harmonizing Four members still alive. And I said, how do we keep their music uh, going? Or how do we uh, bring their history to the forefront? to uh, tell some of the younger people who are around what Richmond had and what Richmond still had, but uh, the Maggie Ingrams and the Ingramettes, the Harmony oh, yeah. Corps, the Silver Star Quartet, uh, the Virginia Corps Ensemble. How do we keep their uh, music ministry alive? Man, you know. We, you, we, we, we developed the old Landmark Gospel Association. We would have services once a month or every other month in Richmond. And we kind of got some of those groups that were swept under the rug. We brought them back out and said, look, uh, Sunday, we, uh, we're having a, a service. We call it the Old Landmark Gospel Hour. And we got that from, uh, I think, Sister Helen Green and some of the others who, uh, Reverend Vernon, Billy Lee, and some of them who used to do that. 
we said, well, we're going to have the old landmark gospel association and we're going to relive that. And uh, we would have Tommy Johnson to come. We would have Deacon Randerson Bond, the Holy Gospel singer. We would have Evangelist Meg Ingram and her kids, and uh, which, of course, they are still doing well. I, I, but, I remember. Uh, but you know, we, we just kind of wanted to uh, provide a platform for people uh, to continue, even though in their golden years, we still want to let them know that they meant something. Give them a platform where if nobody else gave them an opportunity to sing, we gave them an opportunity. Uh, you know, once a, a quarter or twice a quarter, and uh, we even would honor each time we would do this, we would get you know some nice little plaque or some nice little trophy to honor people such as you know Tiger Tom when he was living, Jim Carter, uh, the late Isaac Gregory, uh, uh, Sister Eva Hughes, and people like that. We we let them know that although you may have been forgotten, we want you to know that you still mean something. Well, that, that, that's that's awesome. You, you know, uh, you know, I used to be the president of Gospel Unlimited uh, Choir, yeah, down in Denwood mm -hmm. uh, year, years ago, and we used to have anniversaries and bring Maggie Ingram in. We mm -hmm. got about five minutes left, uh, okay. uh, Dr. Phillips, and of course, we we thank God. We know that you are a husband, your wife uh, Vanessa, and. You have a daughter, a Martrina, and two grandchildren, a, a, a son-in-law, Elder Omar Williams. So you are a family man. You are the uh, pastor of the Unity Community Church in Powhatan, Virginia. We didn't want to not mention them, uh, but the time winding up. Let me let me just ask you uh, this: uh, uh, What's on the uh, horizon of your life. We got about five minutes left before I ask you to pray and open up our prayer line. And anybody mm -hmm. want to dial in for prayer, you can dial in at 518-425-1719. And we'll be we'll start praying uh, at the top of the hour. Uh, so uh, what's on the horizon for your life, uh, 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 Dr. Phillips? Is mm -hmm. there a book in you? Well, I've been asked that question quite frequently. And uh, that's not something I've been working on or even, I got to be honest, I haven't even prayed to God about uh, doing a book or anything. Uh, I guess up until now, the book that you read is the one that you see. Uh, All right. One of the greatest sermons I've ever witnessed, uh, Bishop, is One Walker. And, uh, and well, prayerfully, uh, life will last and death will pass that I can possibly do a book. Um, even my family, my daughter, Martrina, and my G boys, I call them the G boys, yeah, Omar Jr. and Justin. Uh, you know, they talk a lot about my career from time to time when we were together. Uh, but I talk more about them because I'm really proud of those young guys. One's second year at Norfolk State, the youngest one is senior at Indian River. And uh, my daughter says often, You can't come to see them perform. You know, uh, my oldest grandson at Norfolk State in the drum line. And uh, whatever, but every time I go to see them, I cry. <laughs> so uh, like, you can't, you can't, uh, uh, you can't keep coming. But um, uh, on the horizon, I want to continue to uh, be the best me that I can be, or uh, continue to as the old song that the Sensational Nightingale wrote once. I think uh, they wrote that song or recorded it. I want to live so God can use me. Doc McKenzie came back and did it again. But that's what I want. Um, I'm not perfect by any means. I have, you know, I have things to work on just like many of you. Uh, 
you know, I don't always dot my eyes like I should, cross my T. I don't even make a complete circle, but I do want to uh, make myself a bit. I, I want to live so God can use me um, and, and uh, be a good example, encourage somebody else who may be struggling with life like, like me. Uh, but I want to at least be that person that they can see, look, if he's going through temptations and challenges on a day-to-day -day basis, uh, like me, and he's doing what he has to do to overcome, then let me stand up and be the woman and the man that I need to be so I can be a shining example to somebody else. So that's what I see. Um, you know, I thank God for my family, uh, for our community at large, not just saying the United States or the world, but my prayer is this, that we can live a life that's uh, pleasing to God, that we can uh, be as active as we could possibly be to speak into somebody else's life because we can't always do it um, sitting on our front porch, but we got to go out to the highways and to the edges. Uh, we have to use social media such as what you're doing. And uh, you know, that's, that's what I want to do. Uh, a book comes along, so be it. Praise God. And uh, somebody will maybe God will send you to help me with that book. But uh, I thank God for my uh, spiritual dad, Dr. Steve Parson, and uh, he's written quite a few books. And uh, I've, I've, I've been certainly inspired by the ministry God has given him. Uh, there are people like the late uh, Apostle Fred Price, who have uh, been a blessing to me, and he's gone home to be with the Lord. Charles Capps, uh, Dad Hagen. And uh, I, I've, I've really been blessed by their ministries. And uh, so we'll just see. I leave my options open all the time for what God has for me next. Well, uh, I tell you, uh, it's been a, a, a great uh, interview uh, with Dr. Cavell Phillips, uh, renowned uh, announcer, uh, just uh, doing some of everything and blessing people. And, and that's one of the things that I, I like about you. I, every time I've met you, you've always been um, so kind, so, mm -hmm. so kind. You know, there are a lot of people who are personalities and they, they, when they get what get where they feel they need to be they they don't speak to folk no more but but you're not that way and i thank god for you hey this is bishop go million and i want to thank you for listening to go million and go million look i'm inviting you to connect with me beyond your hearing me weekly i have resources for your reading pleasure here's what i want you to do visit my website go million and go million dot com and check out our various resources let me spell that that's g-o-m-i-l-l-i-o-n and G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N dot com. Check it out, won't you? God bless you. Are you ready to pray? Come on and let's dive in as we call on the name of the Lord. And if you have a prayer request, please let me know by email. You can email me at ngomillion at aol.com. That's N-G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N at aol.com. Email me and we will honor your request. Are you ready? Come on, let's pray. So, uh, as always, we ask the person who we're interviewing to open up our prayer line with prayer. It's time for our prayer line to open up. People can dial in at 518-425-1719. And we would love to have you to dial in and pray with us. We're going to ask 
uh, Dr. Phillips, if he would open us up today and then we will let him go on about his day. God bless you, Dr. Phillips. Would you pray for us, please? Amen. Absolutely. Our Father, which art in heaven. Father, you told us to address you that way. Our Father. And so, Father, just as your son Jesus taught the disciples how to pray, Father, we desire to do likewise. So, Father, we come to you thanking you for blessing us to see a day that we've never seen before. And again, a day we'll never see again. We take this day not for granted. Father, our desire that we use every minute of this day wisely and that we'll seek your face, as it says in 2 Chronicles 7, 14, that you said, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from the wicked ways. And then, Father, you said you would hear from heaven and then heal this land. Father, we, we, as you know, you're omniscient, you all know it. We live in a wicked, sick world with sick and wicked ideas. But Father, we thank you that you said that the mind of the righteous, thoughts of the righteous, they're right. And you said, let this mind be in us that's also in Christ Jesus. So Father, we declare and decree today that we have the mind of Christ. We uh, purpose to think like Christ, talk like Christ. We purpose to even uh, walk like him. Yes, Lord. Our best example. And so, Father, we thank you that uh, you said in your word, you withhold no good thing from those who walk uprightly. So those who are dialing in today, those who have uh, spiritual needs, physical needs, and yes, even financial needs, we realize that Christ came to this earth for all three things. And we thank you, Father, for making those things available to us through your son. You said, if we can, you weren't just talking to the disciples that walk with Jesus, but we may not be one of the 12 or the 13, but we are disciples. Those of us, those of us who call on the Lord Jesus. And you said that if we can believe all things are possible. And so father, we thank you that you make that available to us. We also realize that if we can't believe nothing's possible. So father, we, uh, our desires that we set our face like a flint, keep our eyes on your son, Christ Jesus. And that day after day, as we spend quality time and not spare time in the word, as we spend quality time and not spare time in prayer, as we spend quality time doing missions, that father, you'll help us by your Holy Spirit to strengthen and build our most holy faith, that we can believe you for everything that we stand in need of. So it is that we thank you in advance for everything that uh, those who are on the call, those who are writing in, those who are tapping into this service today, that Father, that you will withhold no good thing from them. And we remind the devil, we remind Satan, our adversary, we remind him that no weapon shaped or formed against us shall prosper, but uh, we have authority over him. The book of Genesis, first and second chapter tells us yeah. we have authority over everything that walks everything that crawls everything that flies everything that swims father you've given us authority over it. and that includes even that living organism or that living thing that has plagued our planet called corona we take authority over it. we take authority over it in the name of jesus we take authority over any and every variance thereof 
uh, if monkey pox, whatever it is, Father, you have given us authority over it. And now we're going to operate in that authority. We're going to take charge. And uh, we're going to put that thing on the run. And we're going to claim victory. Understanding that when sickness and disease, when it tries to infiltrate these bodies that you've given us, we realize that those things are trespassing on your property. These bodies belong to you. These bodies yes. are purchased with a price. Jesus' blood and righteousness. So again, Father, we claim victory. We thank you for it. Uh, Father, we realize that we don't have to wrestle anything away from you. All we have to do is believe to receive. So why do we do that? We we receive it by our faith. We thank you in advance for it, but even before it manifests, we act like it's so. And we thank you for it. We call it done. And those, Father, who petitioned you, even on this very day, those of you who've come to you in prayer this morning, Father, this is our prayer. This is our prayer for those individuals. Our prayer is this. That you heard their prayer. That you heard their prayer. And we thank you for it. It's in Jesus' name that we all pray. Everybody who is in agreement said, Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. Have Amen. a blessed day, sir. God bless you. You thank too. You so and thank much. you so much for the invite. All righty. Bye bye. God bless. Well, praise the Lord. Thank God for uh, Dr. Cavell Phillip. What a phenomenal interview we had with him today. We give God praise and thanksgiving for him and for his ministry. All right. Praise God. Who's on the prayer line today? Hello? Paul, man, how you how, how you doing, uh, Pastor Kim? I'm doing well, sir. Good, good. You know, we're, we're excited about interviewing you next week. But somehow I have uh, lost your picture and your bio. I need to get get that again as soon as possible. Okay, sir. All right. Praise God. We want to thank God for Pastor Nathaniel Council being with us today uh, on Facebook Live. Tondalia Baker, uh, Maggie Blackwell from Northern Virginia. And we had Sister Elder Sandra Lyles Jenkins. Thank God for you also uh, being with us on our prayer line. Who just came on the prayer line? Sandra. How you doing, Elder Sandra? I'm good. Did How some, you doing? I'm doing very well. Very well. Did someone else come on the prayer line? All right. I thought I heard another beat, but uh, all right. Praise God. We're going to... Who is this now? Minister Nash? Minister Nash. How are you doing, Minister yes, Nash? I'm doing fine. Praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. All right. Praise God. Uh, we thank God. for. And where are you from, Minister Nash? I am from Virginia, and what? I'm a member of Dr. Savelle Phillips Church. All right. Well, praise God. We're so glad to have you with us today. Uh, your pastor did fantastic on our interview, and we are, we're going to pray, and we're going to ask. We're going to start with uh, uh, Pastor Kim White. Thank you. Let's pray. 
gracious God, we come before your presence with a grateful heart. We honor you, we bless you. God, how we extol and esteem your name in the earth. We know that you are Lord over all. You're the great I am. You are the keeper of our souls, the lifter of our bow down head. God, we come before your presence today knowing that yes, if your people whom are called by your name would humble themselves, God, humble themselves and pray. So we pray, God, because you said men are always praying not to think that the sexual fervent prayers of righteous men and women still avail much. So we pray, God, we speak your faith. God, we turn from every wicked way, from everything, God, that dishonors you and causes you, God, not to be glorified in the earth, God. We ask so that we can hear from heaven. You can forgive our sins and send a healing to our land. God, we're living in a perilous hour, a time where men's hearts are waxed cold and many, oh God, are walking away from the faith and they have become weary and well-doing but we're asking even now God that you would send healing to our land, God. Heal, God. Heal as only you can. We pray for every leader, every person in high places and high positions. Yes, Lord Jesus. Because your word says that we will pray for those who have authority over us and so we lift them before you even now and we ask even now, God, that there'll be a manifestation of your glory being revealed, God, in every leader that they, oh God, yes, would speak your faithful wisdom and knowledge and understanding as to how they ought to lead your people, knowing how yes, they yes. ought to go in and come out. We pray for our President Joseph Biden and Vice President Camilla Harris. We pray, oh God, for blood covering and even their wisdom and their spiritual discernment and sensitivity. We pray in this moment, in this season, and in this hour, God, that you would endow us with the ability to discern the hour in which we're in so that we, oh God, can be found in your grace. God, we ask even now that you would be the Lord who heals on every individual who's dealing with illnesses and ailments. God, there are so many who have diagnoses and prognoses that are not favorable, but we thank you for the blood of Jesus. Thank you that he was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquity and the chastisement of our peace is upon him and by his stripes we are healed healed physically mentally spiritually emotionally financially thank you for your healing god that is flowing even now in the lives of every son and every daughter and we decree and declare that it is so for your words and whatever we established in the earth will be established in the heavens and so today god we are believing god that we can decree and declare it and it will be so thank you today for bishop O'Million. thank you for elder on today and the thank top you, family every man and woman of god we pray oh god for sexual fervent ministry god that your favor will overshadow in this season and in this hour thank you for every person under the sound of my voice that you're ministering to them right where they are what i failed to ask you for i'm praying that you would not fail to grant it it is in that awesome and precious name of jesus that i pray and i declare it so Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Pastor Kim. We appreciate you. Did somebody else come on the prayer line? 
All right. Uh, yes, Jackie Carter. Uh, Kathy Carter. How, how are you today, Ms. Carter? No, Jackie. Jackie well, Carter. Jackie. I'm so sorry. That's okay. That's okay. I'm old. I can't hear that well. All right. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, El Elder Sandra Lyles Jenkins, would you pray? Yes. Glory to God. I thank you today for the ability to be able to speak, to even pray. Oh, God, I thank you, Father, for the activity of my limbs and my senses. Oh, God, I thank you, Father God, for health and strength. And I thank you for your word. Oh, God, I thank you, Father, that your word says that you, Lord, think about us. Your thoughts about us are more than the sand and the sea. Lord, we praise and magnify you. And we thank you, Lord God, that your thoughts toward us are good, not of evil, bringing us to an expected end. Lord, we praise you and we bless you, Lord God. And we thank you for the authority that we have in Jesus Christ to be able to stand, to even decree and declare oh god for you have given us all things and you have seated us in heavenly places with christ jesus i lift up candace today who lost her mother on yesterday oh god i pray that you would just comfort a broken heart that you would be with her father god i pray lord god when her head gets low and bowed down that you would be the lifter of her head yes lord. i pray father god when she cries oh god that you would Wipe her tears away, Father, in the name of Jesus. I yes, pray, Lord. Father God, that she would allow encouragement, that she would allow people to love up on her, Father, that she would not get withdrawn in the mighty name of Jesus or even angry at Oh, Lord God, I pray, Father God, that you would give her wisdom and understanding and discernment in this time. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. Father God, for those that have been diagnosed with diseases that they say that there is no cure to. I pray, Father God, that you would, Lord God, just let them know that there is nothing too impossible with you. All things are possible. Yes, Lord Jesus. Father, I pray, Lord God, that their minds would be steadfast and stayed on your promises. Yes, Lord Jesus. And Lord, the things that you said that you would do, Father God, that they would believe that there is a chance, oh God, that it would happen to them, oh God. Father, I pray that they not be overwhelmed or consumed with any guilt or condemnation, for you said that there is no condemnation to those who have given their life to the Lord. Yes, Lord. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for deliverance. We thank you for healing, oh God. We're praying for those right now who are suffering, Lord God, from financial distress, oh God, that where they need and ha they need provisions, oh God. I pray, Father, that you would open the hearts of your people, that we would share what we have, oh God, and be a help to one another. Yes, Lord. I bind up the spirit of selfishness right now. In the name of Jesus, that we, Lord, would be have a community spirit. In the yes, name Lord. of Jesus. Lord God, I'm praying right now for those right now who have been taken away from their homes. Yes, Lord Jesus. Abducted, oh God, kidnapped, whatever, Father. If they're separated from their yes, families, Lord. I pray, Father God, for deliverance. And I pray for a, escape. I pray that the the... the the police or FBI, 
would find them and return them home alive yes, in the Lord mighty Jesus. name of Jesus. In the mighty name of I Jesus. I pray, Father, that you would keep their minds, oh God. Yes, Lord Jesus. That you would keep their minds stayed on you, for you said that you would keep us in yes, perfect Lord peace Jesus. if our minds stayed on you. Father, yes, I pray Lord for Jesus. the family members that you would comfort their hearts and continue to yes, give them Lord a Jesus. spirit of expectation, knowing that any moment their loved one is could return, Lord, in the name of Jesus, by miracles, because you still are in the miracle working yes, business, Father. Lord God, I'm praying for those families that have lost loved ones from gun violence yes, or Lord violence Jesus. in the street, drive-by shootings, oh God, I pray, Lord, that you would comfort hearts. No one is yes, prepared for their loved one to be taken so quickly without a sickness, oh God. Yes, Lord oh, Lord Jesus. God, that you would comfort the hearts of those people, Lord, in the name of Jesus, not in knowing that Jesus. it could happen to any one of us. So, Lord, yes, I Lord ask Jesus. that you would send your ministering spirit to protect the families, oh God, of those that are called yes, Lord Jesus. by you, oh God, that you would protect us and keep us safe as we travel back and forth on the highways that you would give us traveling mercies, that we yes, travel in the airways and railways or bicycle or even as a pedestrian, oh God, that you would surround us with your ministering spirits, your angels, yes, Lord, to protect us against any hurt or danger. Lord, I pray, Father, that you would give us a spirit of discernment, yes, a spirit of instinct, a spirit of intuition in these last days, oh God. I pray, Father God, that those that are pretending to be sheep oh god those that are pretending to be believers oh god if they're not that you would expose any unclean or wicked spirit oh father god and we bind that up right now by the authority of jesus christ that they will try not to infiltrate and hurt any of the sheep father any of them that they would not try to turn us away from the truth in the name of jesus I pray that the believers would be steadfast in their words, studying and reading, Lord God, that the time we would redeem the time, Lord, that that wasted in the name of Jesus, for you said that even our idle conversation would be judged by you, Father. Lord, help us to be able to speak your word. Help us to be able to encourage and edify. Lord God, keep us focused on things that are good, things that I have, some value, things that have character, oh God, things that are that are godly, oh God. Help us to walk in the spirit so we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Oh God, we thank you for elevation. We thank you for prosperity. We thank you for promotion, even promotion in the spirit realm, oh God. We thank you each day that we seek you, oh God, that you're there to meet us. And we, like, we love your presence, oh God. And we praise your name. We pray, Lord God, for the countries, oh God, that are suffering in more time. Lord, the countries and continents that are suffering from poverty or the lack of, of, of provision, oh God. We're praying, Lord, that, uh, that, that you would come, Lord, to their rescue, that, that you would protect the missionaries and those that have gone into other countries, oh God, to deliver yes, the word, Lord. to take provisions and to help the people father lord that you would protect them against any disease or any virus or bacteria oh god father in the name of jesus 
We ask, Lord, that you would give them traveling mercy as they travel to different countries, O God. Lord, that you would give them favor in the name of Jesus with the people. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and give your name praise. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Uh, praise the Lord. Thank God for you, uh, Elder Sandra Lyles Jenkins. Uh, is Minister Nash still with us? All right. Sister Jackie Carter? All right. Praise God. Amen. Part, did you say, did someone say something? Yeah, this is Sister Carter. I'm still here. All right, Sister Carter, would you pray? Okay. All right. I'm going to have to see. Sister Mama, I have my grandkids in the background, okay? That, that's all right. That's all right. One, one or three, y'all, okay? Thank you. One moment, please. All right. I apologize. Let us go lunch. That's all right. Thank you. Okay, thank you so much. Ma'am? Okay. okay, all right, I'm Brenda, situated here. Thank you so much for being patient. Okay. All right, I'm here. Governor Bob, we come to you now as humble as we know how. Father God, we just give you all the glory, all the praise. I just want to thank you, Father God, for letting us. A brand new day you have made, dear Lord. Yes. Yes, Jesus. Father God. I just want to have your spirit, Father God, just to pour on us, dear Lord, Father God. Dear Lord. I just praise your holy name because you're worthy to be praised, Father God. It's even all the glory, Father God. Father God, do not want to have no watch cloud. For me, dear Lord. Father God, we want to pray for our nation, dear Lord. Father God, just pray for all the lost souls out there, dear Lord. Father God, we just pray for all the family, dear Lord. And Father God, we just yes, want to do what's pleasing to your hands, dear Lord. Father God, we pray for this quick and shutting, Father God. Yes, Lord. Dear Lord. Auntie going through with the um, mental health, dear Lord. Jesus. And our young kids, dear Lord. Mm -hmm. The balance. Yes, yes Lord. Right now, Father, Jesus. Jesus. In the name Lord. of Jesus. We just have to call have on mercy, you, Father Lord. God. Oh, Father God. We just need you right now this time of day, dear Lord. Oh, Father God. Oh, Father God. We just pray for you. We can't pray for enough, dear Lord. Father mm -hmm. God. Just thank you, Father God. Father God, touch those, Father God. Like I said, the ones who Lord Jesus, who Father God, don't hold Father God. Father, take the food on the table, dear Lord. Don't know how they're gonna make it, dear Lord. Father God, you make a way out of no way, dear Lord. They didn't need to call on you, Father God. Just call on your name, Father God, and you will answer. Yes, Father God. You said just call me, Father God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Father God. 
We're supposed to have faith and trust in you, Father God. Not man, but you, Father God. Oh, Father God, we just, just glorify you, dear Lord. And Father yes. God, but we just, we just thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father, for peace, dear Lord. All through the nations, dear Lord. Father God, we just get along and love one another, dear Lord. Oh, Father God, please, Father God. Yes, Father God. You've just, just so much, so much just, it's just going on so much evil out there in the world, dear Lord. Father God, you must protect us, dear Lord. Father God, we try to do it from, Father God. Yes, Lord. Father God, we pray for the, we pray for the schools, dear Lord. The, the staff, the principal, the teachers, the students, Father God. When these kids go out, it's Lord, what an education, dear Lord. They're going to education. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father God, you protect Father God. Yes, dear Lord. We know you will. We know we will, Father God. We know. Father God. We just trust and believe. Father God, this is my prayer. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Did, did anybody else come on to pray? I think some people no, came. Pardon me? Who is this? I was talking. Somebody else was saying something with me, but I just want to lift up Deacon Willie's family in his situation. Yes, yes. Yes, I yes. I want to pray that he get a breakthrough. Yes, yes, yes. Father in heaven, we thank you and we praise you and we glorify your name today. Because you are God and you're God all by yourself. And besides you, God, there is no other. We know that you are able to do all things. You are able to do exceeding abundantly above whatsoever we would ask or think. We know, God, that you know Deacon Willie's situation and you know his family's situation. And we know that you are able to look in on them, God, and handle that situation, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And so, God, we are asking you because we know and you know that Deacon Willie loves you, God. I'm not, I don't know about anybody else in the house. I don't know them, Lord. So they're not my concern as it relates to their relationship with you. But how they fare is our concern because it affects our brother, Deacon Willie, who we know love you. And so we know, God, that, 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 that he is able, like Paul, to save everybody on the ship because you know him. And so God, we are praying that you would look in on Deacon Willie and that you would save the ship because your loved one, the man who loves you is on board that ship. We pray it in the name of Jesus Christ. We believe it, God, we decree it and declare it in Jesus name. Father in heaven, I thank you for God, all who have been uh, with us today, Lord, everybody who has been with us. We thank you for Elder Sandra Lyles Jenkins, Sister Maggie Blackwell, uh, Sister Tondalia Baker, Alberta Lemon, uh, Pastor Nathaniel Council. We thank you for Pastor Kim and Minister Nash. 
and Jackie Carter. We thank you for all of them, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank uh, Pastor Yvonne Bibbs and all who were listening uh, on the line as uh, Pastor Cavell Phillips uh, was interviewed by us. We thank you for a phenomenal interview and we pray that you would bless him and bless the Unity Community Church up in Powhatan, Lord. We are praying, Father, uh, in the name of Jesus Christ for our nation, for our government. We are praying, Father, for all of the the war-torn nations, the Ukraine, Lord, uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. We're praying for all of our South American and Central American countries, God, that they might have uh, better opportunities for people down there to be able to live. We're praying for the country of Venezuela, Lord. We're praying for the Amazon uh, rain rainforest, God, and how it needs to stay put, God, while people are destroying it, mining for gold. We pray that the men's hearts, God, would not be so uh, selfish uh, of looking for money and God for money and corrupted by money and sex and power that God they will be brought their hearts will be brought in line with the word of God Lord where we where we learn to love you as our priority and allow our love for you to overshadow everything I'm praying God for all of my spiritual sons and daughters I'm praying for all of my own children I'm praying, God, first and foremost for my wife, Elder Francine Gomillion, asking, God, that you will continue to bless her life. God, I thank you and praise you and give you glory for the time we have had to share here in interview and prayer. And, God, we pray that people will join our podcast at gomillion.ihollapodcasting.com. God, we love you and we appreciate you. And we say to all of you all, have a great day and a great week. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. God bless you. Bye-bye. God bless you. You've been engaged with Go Million and Go Million interview and prayer call. Bishop Nathaniel and Elder Francine Go Million serve at Tabernacle of Praise. 5283 Windsor Boulevard in Zunai, Virginia. You can contact them by mailing to P.O. Box 161, Zunai, Virginia 23898. Sunday morning service time is at 1045 a.m. and virtual Bible study is on Wednesday at 7 p.m. and the number to get in is 518-425-1719. Bishop and Elder are the founders of Gomillion and Gomillion Ministries, covering ministries and pastors, and can be contacted via phone, 804-943-8364. Bishop and Elder Gomillion want to thank you for listening to Gomillion and Gomillion Interview and Prayer Call Podcast.